1: I mean, it's already intimidating to be a woman in tech. Then you're the one person in the team that doesn't have a computer science degree. You feel lesser. And uh, I'm working very hard to stop my little person speaking negative thoughts in my mind. My name is Espri Devora, host
0: of the Women in Tech show know what resources, mentors, and life situations they accessed in order to get to where they are today. Enjoy. Welcome back to the Women in Tech podcast, coming at you from Phoenix, Arizona. Yes, where I'm getting to enjoy this amazing conference called Act Put On by Chick Tech. And right now I have with me Kimberly, who was in my workshop earlier today on how to develop a culture code. We had a whole controversy on the word culture. Um, Hello, Kimberly.
1: Hello. Thank you for having me.
0: Of course. And so go ahead and introduce yourself to everybody and tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do.
1: Um, My name is Kimberly Swazo. I am a software engineer. I I, uh, live in New York City. I'm a native New Yorker. And um, originally uh, I was in advertising and film production and then I transitioned into tech. And now I'm a software engineer. Okay, that's... Madness. When did you first? When did you first discover the world of technology? So, in advertising, I was an account executive, and I used to work a lot with web developers um, who would just work on projects with us. And I always thought, "Oh wow, I, I like what they do. It's so interesting. Right? Right? I could never do that. I was so intimidated. I always thought I would. I could never learn to do that, but thought it was amazing." And then um, years later, I met a friend who was a web developer. And he was like, yeah, I'm a web developer. And I'm here thinking he went, you know, four years computer science degree. And he was like, oh, no, I uh, studied marine biology. Yeah. (laughs) I'm like, how is that possible? And then he told me about boot camps. And I was just like, this is perfect for me. This is what I need in my life. And wait, so it wasn't until
0: your friend... Exposed you to the world, so it wasn't in your house growing up or anything like that. No.
1: Uh, and where did you grow up? I grew up in the Bronx. I am, uh, a, I am a first generation American. My family is from the Dominican Republic. Neither of my parents went to college, um, so uh, I was, you know, first generation American, first generation to go to college. No one was technical of my family. Very
0: exciting. <laughs> yeah. And so where did you in those beginning phases find your support group, your tribe for coding?
1: Um, well, my family has been my tribe ever since I was born. They're always very supportive regardless of whatever it is I want to do. Um, I told – I was speaking to my mom and I was like, "How could, I want to do this. And she said, go ahead, do it. Yeah. You can do it. Um, and then I just met people um, – I just met people when I joined the boot camp, and then that one friend that I had who had done it. Yeah, and I just took a leap of faith. I didn't know anyone. <laughs> but uh, and when did you know it was for you? Um, I tried Code Academy online, yeah, and uh, I I thought, okay, this is interesting. I like this, and I yeah. kept doing it, and I liked it more. And then um, I just knew it was for me because I like things that challenge me and um, it, it's exciting for me. Yeah. And I felt like I could constantly learn. Yeah. And that's when I knew I'm like, okay, this is for me. I'm going to, I'm going to take the leap and go to boot camp. <laughs> and, and okay. And now tell me about your job now. So now I, uh, I work as a consultant, right? Um, so my company, the whole spiel is that we go and we embed with different tech companies Right. and, um, I work as a software engineer there, but I also look for opportunities to improve um, the team process and just team collaboration overall.
0: And what have you learned so far about having the best team? Oh, my gosh. Um,
1: I think I've learned so much, but I think, uh, well, one of the things you can control, it starts at hiring. Um, Yeah. If you if you have a strong culture, which is something that we were talking about earlier today, it's so important to have a strong culture, define it, know what you stand for. Yeah. And then it's so much easier to like, once you know what you stand for, to know like who you would like to introduce into your group, into your community. Right. And then to, um, to have those core values to guide your mission and always like stay true to those.
0: (laughs) And, um, what
1: is a huge obstacle that you've
0: successfully overcome and how did you overcome it?
1: Um, I think a huge obstacle um, that I've had, and I don't know if I've successfully overcome it fully, is myself. Just yeah. like imposter syndrome yeah. is very real. <laughs> especially, um, and I find that it's very real for people to, that go to boot camp that transition to tech that don't have a computer <gasps> science degree. It is Oh my god! Think very, of that. very intimidating to uh, be in a room with people. I mean, it's already intimidating to be a woman in tech and yeah. then then you're the one person in the team that doesn't have a computer science degree, yeah um, you feel lesser, and uh, I'm working very hard to you know stop my little my little person speaking negative thoughts in my mind all the time to sort of you know uh tell myself that, yes, I'm good. I'm good at this, and yeah. I, <laughs> um, I deserve to be here. hundred percent. You do yeah. deserve to be here. <laughs> yeah. And uh, what do you access,
0: what resources do you access to further your skill set to be the best professional you can be?
1: Um, I work a lot with my mentor. I have a mentor at work. Um, I could probably be better and be more active about going and uh, actively looking for different types of mentorship, something that I've learned is that you can have more than one mentor i didn't even know to think of that um so I, my mentor gives me awesome advice and um that i can relate on my day-to-day work and then um i i i look at different articles and, and now i've started to look at conferences that uh basically that focus on the skills that i feel i may not be getting on the day-to-day basis so i think okay what what am I? What do I have? Um, what am I exposed to on, on a daily basis? And uh, what's lacking? Like right. When I think of the skills I would like to have, I would like to be a better a better leader, for instance, or I would like to be more confident. I would like to advocate for myself better. Then I think, okay, what can I do to go um, and get better at those things? So I look for workshops and uh, different uh, tech groups. I'm, you know, like in there's a wonderful group. Uh, called Tech Ladies, and they're all over the U.S., and um, they also offer workshops and um, a job board. That that is one example of a resource that I go to.
0: That's cool. And mentorship. You brought up mentorship, and I get that question a lot, is what does mentorship look like? Can you describe the relationship with your mentor? Like how many hours do you get a month? Is it on the phone? Is it in person? Did you approach your mentor? Did they approach you? How does someone seeking a mentor form what you have?
1: Well, um, I that relationship with my mentor, uh, was sort of, uh, formed for me because I, I, I'm lucky to work in a place that encourages that. And, um, they, uh, they matched me up with my mentor and, um, I had, or like I had already previously met him and, you know, we had a great relationship and then, um, Forget about that. They didn't match me. I volunteered for him to be my mentor uh, because I thought he was great. And, um, we meet every other week and, um, basically we talk about where I'm at, what is like, what are my goals, what I'm struggling with, what I'd like to achieve and how at all, like how he can help me at all to achieve those things. Yeah. And and what do you think are some of the biggest takeaways in recent months
0: that you've learned from your mentor, like from your mentor conversations?
1: Um, a lot of uh, well, for me, um, a big takeaway that I've learned is that um, we're all we're all people. Everyone has their insecurities. Even people with a lot of experience, it's wonderful to talk to someone that has more experience than myself to see hey, he went through the same things I went through, you know. He's just a person, and I could be at that level, you know, if I work hard, and um, it's very achievable. And then also um, he's given me, like, very actionable advice on how to help um, with my self-promotion, like self-advocacy. And, like, one advice I would give people that are struggling with imposter syndrome is um, start documenting what you do like anything that you do, yeah, you know, as a consultant, it could be challenging because, you know, sometimes you're doing your job and, and you might see an opportunity for improvement and you bring it up to the client and they're just like, not, they're not yeah. going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was feeling like a failure. I'm like, oh my gosh, well, you know, what I, I'm not doing my job yeah. correctly. He was like, no, uh, no, that's not true. Like the fact that you were able to identify the opportunity and you actually brought it up, that's like amazing. Yeah. Um, And you need to start documenting everything that it is that you do because that then is a tangible thing, a factual list that you can look at and then you could be confident about. Because I constantly struggle with thinking, well, um, I don't know if that was, I did this, but I don't know if that was good or, you know, I don't know what level I'm at. But if I look at that list, I can just speak to that as facts, I did X and y when presented with this issue. yeah, yeah. and how can people connect with you? Um, people can connect with me uh, via let's see <laughs> LinkedIn um, as Kimberly Swazo on LinkedIn and can you spell uh, it k- i-m b e-r l y swazo s u a z o. Um, and then via email, my email is kswazo at outlook.com and feel free to reach out to me. Uh, if you, ha- if you want any advice on how to transition into tech or, or anything at all, I'd be, I'd be willing to help. <laughs>
0: Yay. And
1: what would you say is your favorite tech tool? Um, oh my gosh. I don't know. Right now I'm playing a lot with, uh, GraphQL, which is, um. It's you know that's the latest thing in tech right now, and I'm like. Really and what into does it, it do? Oh man! Uh. <laughs> so there is um, different. Ty- are you familiar with APIs? Yes. So there's a APIs REST- are really sexy. <laughs> there's a REST API, then there's a GraphQL API, and basically, instead of um, when you make a, you're accustomed to making a request and then getting. Um, all of the information back with GraphQL, you can, you can specify exactly what it is that you want and, you know, get that one payload and that's it. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that right now. I dig it. I dig it.
0: Uh, thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. You've been awesome. It was such a treat to have you in the workshop today too. What would you say has been your biggest takeaway from ACT
1: overall? Um, my biggest takeaway from ACT is that, um, there are, uh, amazing women out there that are willing to help you if you just put yourself out there, if you ask for help and if you're just not afraid of rejection, it's very difficult. Sometimes you get in your head and, um, I've just learned that I have to get out of my head and take a leap. hundred <laughs> percent.
0: We all have to take a leap every day. It's yeah. so scary. Thank you so much for hanging out with the Women in Tech podcast. You're awesome. And if you want to connect with more incredible women in tech around the world, be sure to go to to the Women in Tech Facebook group at womenintechvip.com. That's womenintechvip.com. Takes you straight to the Facebook group. And if you want to say hello at Women in Tech Show on social, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, you may get the sticker, which is rad. I will see you guys, talk to you guys, hear you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you. Women in Tech is an independently funded project, funded by you, the community. So the way that you could support us is by going to patreon.com slash women in tech and making a small contribution every little bit counts. That's patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash women in tech. Thank you so much for believing in our vision.